0: As a professional mascot, one of the hardest things is finding creative props and toys to use while you're performing. It's hard unless you visit the store at GameOps.com. My friends over at GameOps.com have dozens of mascot-related products. Okay, here's an example. You're working on a proposal skit. They have a giant engagement ring prop to make the joke even bigger. There's plenty more at the store, so visit the store, GameOps.com, and take a look. It's awesome, man. They have everything. Check it out. Welcome to Between the Fur. I'm Ken, and as a professional mascot, I need professional costumes, right? People always ask me, who makes your costumes? I tell them Alinko Costumes in Salt Lake City. Alinko makes just about everything for me, and they do an amazing job. Alinko not only builds costumes, they have a design service that's free, and they also service their costumes as well. However, now the largest and oldest costume company in the U.S. just turned it up a notch by bringing on my friend, John Absey, formerly the Jazz Bear, to help with product development, processes, sales, and quality control. Hey, if you need a costume done right from the very start, don't waste time or money, call Alinko. That's spelled A-L-I-N-C-O. And get it done right. Welcome to another edition of Between the Fur. I'm your host Ken, and it's mascot talk. Between the Fur. Who's here? Can you hear me?
1: There we go. Oh, this is Grandma.
0: (laughs) Hello. You order pizza.
1: Okay, my grandma is Asian, but she's not that Asian.
0: <laughs> oh, man, that was a little bit uh, to get on here, wasn't it? Geez, we've been trying to put yeah, for about was... a half hour here.
1: Yeah, I'm also stupid, so let's just put that into the equation.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to point the finger at you. Everybody point the finger yes. at so... yeah, I me. Mean, yeah,
1: let's just do it. <laughs>
0: Hey, Barry, man. Thanks for being on Between the Fur. This is awesome. I am so, so glad to have you on here. This is Barry Anderson, formerly uh, Benny the Bull, and I'm super excited to have you on here. How you doing today?
1: Mm. Oh, I'm fantastic, Ken. Played golf this morning. <laughs> I won some money. Then I had some really uh, greasy food, and now I feel like trash. So the day is do- doing great, yeah.
0: Oh, perfect. Like, uh, like every other day. Sounds oh. like,
1: <laughs> How dare you? The life
0: of the retired.
1: Yeah. formally.
0: yeah. <laughs> formerly mascot, formerly retired. Yes. Uh. Uh. Just so everybody knows, I've been trying to get Barry on here for like four months now, but, uh, the guy is, is aloof. He's uh, a man of mystery. He's mm-hmm. a, uh, a busy man and, uh, yeah but some uh, <laughs> some of
1: those things are true mainly my secretary just did not give me the messages she's uh, we had to fire her uh oh. yeah and she also well. doesn't exist so that's <laughs> also a problem about this story but yeah uh, you yeah. know i'm i'm a bit i'm a bit elusive um mostly cuz i'm terrible at commitment so <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm just but I'm here Terrible now. at
0: communicating. No,
1: <laughs> I'm just.
0: Yeah, no. uh, we were out at the. Uh, just so everybody knows, we were uh, together. Just uh, gosh, a few days ago in Indiana, just outside of uh, Chicago, there, uh, in Whiting, Indiana, at the Mascot Hall of Fame, and the uh, executive director out there arrest us. He mm-hmm. uh, came out to me, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, you—you're here. You actually exist. You're the hardest man to get into contact with." I was like, "Yeah, well, you are," and I you said, are. "No, Barry is." Oh well, thanks for that. <laughs> I pointed thanks the finger right at you. Yeah. So, yeah, so we had a good time out there. You know what? Let me let me um, start by saying that Barry put Benny on the map. Let's just put it that way. Barry's been. Um, or was Benny for gosh, how many years? 12, 12. And, uh, you know, I, as long as I was, have been around and mascotting and everything, I always knew Benny and, uh, uh, Benny's been, that character has been around forever, but, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Barry's the one that put him on the map and really took his, uh, show to the next level. And, And, he is, uh, Barry's a true artist. I, I really have told people, look, if you want somebody that really puts in the time, the practice, the, um, the forethought, the, um, the thoughts surrounding what could happen, what, what's going to happen from this, where we're going to go from this, what, what are the crowd, you know, what's the crowd going to think? I mean, just on and on, you really think through everything that you're going to do, and yet you can be super spontaneous as well. And I love that about you. So I want to start out by. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to. Am I on the right?
1: Am I on the right podcast? (laughs) Do Uh, you know who you're talking to? I don't. I don't even know who this is. I uh, appreciate that. That's that's really nice. Fun fact: Benny the Bull was the very first mascot in the NBA.
0: 1969.
1: 1969.
0: The year we walked on the moon. Wow. Yeah! Wow, that's when everything was black so, and white in the world.
1: Some of the two, the two greatest accomplishments of mankind, were in 1969. <laughs> yes, was, the creation yes. of Banny, um, then walking. Up. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, in that in that order. Yes. yes. Um, Ask yeah, not it,
0: what your <laughs> NBA can do for you. <laughs> they can't do anything. I'll tell you that. Right now. <laughs> no, they can't. Uh, <laughs> well. Uh so you know we were just out at the like i said at the mascot hall of fame and uh, we did a little thing called the uh, or we were involved in mascot you and uh, i learned a few more things mm-hmm. about Barry at that uh and and you started out as what in acting you started out yeah. uh, i think isn't that what you majored in
1: yeah uh, at the university of montana uh which incidentally the most beautiful place on earth. On earth, by far. Missoula, Montana.
0: Just trust me. Um, yes, I had a major. By the way, my and... brother and my and my, my, my parents live up there, and uh, I can oh, that's Attest right. to the fact that that is Big Sky that's Country, right. most beautiful it is, place. It is
1: gorgeous. Yeah, it's a special place for sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, degrees in acting and uh, minor in dance and uh, a marketing minor as well. Um, yeah, that was the that was the sort of angle that I came into all of this. It is it's actually super interesting how you know someone might think that everyone or the majority of people in this profession come from a similar background. you know you always get the same questions were you a gymnast? Mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know very few of us were and seemingly come from a lot of different, backgrounds and vocations and degrees and I feel like I'm one of the outliers to be honest that actually did go through it like a performance training uh, program you know with the acting and the dance so it's it's odd I would have if I was an outsider I would have probably thought the same thing but now that I'm in it it's it's surprising that there aren't more that come from a like an acting background because it for me, it just seems such a natural fit, but, but yeah, that was, that was, um, the lens through which I sort of planned or improved through whatever I was doing was from that, from that training.
0: Right. And, and I, I really do think from all these, uh, podcasts that I've done, all these guys that I know in the business, I think you really are the only one that has that acting background. So, um, in a true sense. so. You're, you're, you're an island. You're, um, I, boy, boy, am I, can I, boy. can I get, can I get some music
1: on this island? please? Maybe, maybe some fruit snacks. <laughs> uh, no,
0: but I, uh, tell you what, you what was your, what breaks. was your
1: background? What did, what were you doing before?
0: So I, it's funny that you said that you have a, uh, a dance, uh, a minor in dance. So I actually, my first scholarship in college was a dance scholarship get out yeah
1: are you really that is a nugget of information for trivia <laughs> that i was not aware of yes That's there you go one.
0: we're both learning all kinds of stuff today so yeah so so where did that go what what happened from there so uh, well where it started was um i was at a church dance and i think my sophomore year of high school i was at a I was at a church dance and back then our church dances were, they were a huge deal. They were bumping. They were, you know, kind of, uh, I mean, gosh, a hundred and 150 kids would show up anyways. So I was out there, you know, doing my stuff and doing a little break dancing and, and that type of thing. And, (laughs) you know, just the stuff that I made up and my friends, uh, you know, back then that's what it was. But, uh, a girl, came up to me she's like hey you know i'm on a ballroom dance team and we're looking for guys would you be interested in trying out and i'm like yeah no mm
1: -mm." (laughs) let me think about that a minute no
0: yeah yeah and no uh i said i'll tell you what so if me and my buddy joe over here can try out now joe was a big tall very not coordinated guy who uh you know my best friend and stuff and uh she's like yeah sure i mean we need guys i'm like all right <laughs> so uh we went to try it out for this thing and we loved it so my junior and senior year we were on this ballroom dance team in a high school we it was it was kids <laughs> from all over the las vegas valley and we, we traveled a little bit and uh performed all over the place actually um arizona california uh utah And when it came time to go to college, I reached out to uh, what is now BYU-Idaho, but it was Rick's College back then. And, uh, you know, I wanted to be their mascot, but I was also, I was like, hey, you know what? I wonder if they have a ballroom dance team. Yeah, sure enough, they were handing out a scholarship for a woman and for a male, male and female uh, scholarship. And it was like 300 bucks back then I'm like hey I'll take so, it my it was picture. a full
1: ride it was yes, a full ride yes it was right. a very cheap school
0: <laughs> very small and uh, I was in somebody's backyard but anyways um so we uh yeah so that was my first scholarship my next scholarship after that was for uh the mascot position but yeah that was it uh, so loved it that, I only did it one, one, I only, actually awesome. only did one year so uh, I
1: I I had no idea that you could compete in ballroom in college. Yes. That oh, is, it's a big deal, actually. That, I've just... I mean, I've been to ballroom competitions that were, you know, as adults, but that's... thats just, I, I feel like this changes everything. I just, <laughs> life just seems so confusing now. <laughs> I just
0: I threw you this. on your ear, didn't I? I feel
1: like... I feel like I need to go. <laughs> you
0: got <laughs> to think about this for a while. Let it sink. I in, need
1: huh? to. I need to call some
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, that, that's well, a really oh, yeah. that's cool. So, anyways, you know what? I we, we were just talking about you this morning, my son and I, and uh, we were talking about your little activity at the uh, mascot U, and how you set this up with this uh, with this lady and everything. And I was walking this through with him how you how you put that all into light. I want to, I want you to expand on that because you really had a different view when you, when you spoke, um, it really gave a different, uh, aspect or, or a different, um, point of view to, 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 to approach from these guys that were at this university learning about mascotting and that type of thing. Uh, you came in with, Hey, this is how you act. I, I just loved that you put, uh, Angela, Angela, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: When you, I love that you put Angela there, put some chairs up in front of everybody. And uh, you had two different people. I was one of them. Um, but, uh, you know, act out a, a flirting scene and things like that. And um, your philosophy on the acting side of things, I, I kind of want to jump into a little bit real quick.
1: Sure, sure. And, you know, For the listeners out there, Ken was the what not to do. And then we brought one of the college (laughs) kids up and he did it the right way. And Ken was very embarrassed. Yes. Uh, yes. (laughs) uh, So, no, obviously uh, it was the other way around. Um, Yeah, I, you know, everybody has a different approach. And mine and how I like to teach youngsters um, is to take this approach of, Building, uh, building these connections and stories, uh, the way you would normally do it if it was TV or theater or 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 movie, um, by by really connecting on an, on an, a, a human level, an adult human level, instead of thinking just I'm gonna just you know i want to be silly and I'll I'll have some routines and this is how the routine goes and and like the act of the routine is funny, which some of them are, you don't really have to put a lot of thought into the acting and the performing. Some of, you know, some routines just, it's just the setup and the layout and the execution of the thing. But, you know, for me, you know, those routines are, if you're doing one in a game, it's maybe 3% of your time out there. And, that is just a lot of other time that you need to be able to fill um, and be genuine and be and connect with people because, you know, adults are very, they're just skeptical and sort of, they're hard to, as you know, they're hard to like get to buy in, you know? And, and, and that, that for me is that's the, the reward when I can work an adult or a section of adults and, make the humor connect on an, on a, on a adult human level that gets them to buy in and not in a way that a kid would Where a kid. would, You know, Oh, that's, that's Benny. And he's so great. And where Benny is just Benny when the adults for, for me, it's that when the adult realizes, okay, the person in that costume gets it, they're smart. They've got a sense of humor. They, it's not children's humor. It's, it's, I think it's actual humor and, yeah. and that kind of
0: like, it's kind of like cartoons. Yeah. Like the, the Pixar cartoons nowadays of, yeah. where it's, you know, yeah, it's a cartoon, but adults love to go watch it because, you know, like the Incredibles. I mean, yeah. so much adult humor in that. And, um, I love that. I, I, I kind of approach things the same way. Yeah. It's okay. You can, you can, have fun with any kid but kids are easy yeah yeah but uh but to make an adult laugh or go oh my gosh that yeah i get it
1: you know exactly it goes a long way it it really it starts to open doors immediately when you consider you know someone asks hey uh you know hey ron you go up to see these sponsors and suite 15 or whatever and you go up there and they're sort of expecting you know if they've never been they're just expecting oh the mascot's gonna come in and take some pictures and you know thumbs up and high five and hugs and whatever but when you come in and you're actually funny and you're taking your time and looking at people and having very intricate small little moments where they get exactly what you're thinking and they see that oh that's that's like an adult man in there because that was he had confidence he delivered the joke or whatever it was right on time he understood the reference i was making and then all of a sudden those people go ah you know we could use someone like this at the whatever whatever and the, you know those when adults start catching on like that then it it really picks up in terms of your popularity and brand and that's you know something obviously you've you've mastered is this ability to Kind of push the limit on, on you know you you work as an ad, like an adult character and you're aggressive, in, in that way you're aggressively real and it's it's very believable.
0: I had somebody say the other day at an appearance, I hey um so and so they said my name. I'm like I hear you're the meanest mascot out of them all. <laughs> that I'm like mean. Yeah, I'm like wait what <laughs> so. Uh, I guess I I get aggressive or I, word, but I don't even know what that either. means. I mean I don't either. I, I don't either. But
1: yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say aggressive I, like in a uh, like whoa. Okay, relax, buddy. It's your you don't hold back when it comes to uh, getting you know you really command the stage and you you don't have a body bubble you know a personal space bubble when it comes to athletes and and people you get you just get right in there and that that translates you know really well to the adults and it it just really boils down to being real and being present and again and i i would say this a million times to connect with people not just don't just have your script or just sort of go through don't just go out there and mascot i'm gonna go and do some mascot stuff That i don't you know what that means when people say that i'm gonna go out and have some moments i'm gonna go out and do some bits, but I'm going to practice the craft of, of making people in the audience know exactly what I'm feeling, what I'm doing and that, and not buying into the old mascot teachings of, you you know, you gotta be huge, walk big, let everyone, everyone has to be able to see you in the stadium and big reactions and clapping really loud. And you got to laugh like this, put your hand over your mouth. And it's, it just makes me want to vomit when I hear that (laughs) teaching and I see see it all in colleges. And it's just, that's not, you know, again, to a kid, it's whatever, but to an adult, it's just patronizing and it's annoying. You know, it can go from like funny and cool to annoying in the snap of a finger. (laughs) Oh yeah. So you know what I mean? You see it at those events where you, you like you get roped into and there's like five other schmucks there and, and, and you're just like, great. I'm now looped in with them. Now I have to work harder because these guys are just laying eggs and now I'm, you know what I mean? It's, it's, us. yeah. And
0: I end up going the opposite direction when they're being all big and, you know, yeah. Goofy and step, you know, when they walk, they make big steps, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. I end up going smaller, you know, and, yeah. Contrast. and I think, yeah. One of the things that I love about watching uh, you work is that you get like, y- you, get, y- you get that just staring at someone for a second and then tilting your head mm. can tell everything, can say so much, you know? So much. And, yeah, and it's, it, it's kind of like when you brought up, you were talking about, um, there was one point, I can't remember what your reference was, sorry, but it brought to mind um, the guy that I saw at um, SeaWorld. I was thinking Waterworld. Okay. SeaWorld. Uh, a few years ago down in Florida, you know, they have this mind come out and, and he just kind of stands there and he walks behind people and and whatever. But he has what we, you know, try and do all, on, a, on a daily basis is um, react on things that are happening. Um, but just in that human adult uh, way, even though you're in a character, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, I love watching that guy yeah uh, i
1: i i, I the think Leo the same i keep i keep uh, i keep i think the same thing about the oleos at the beginnings and after intermissions at cirque de soleil shows yes if that same they're just instead of just waiting for the audience all to get in shut the doors and now the show starts they've the show's already happening people are coming in and there's jokes be, be happening and it's not like clowny annoying it's it's the art of clowning, the art of, you know, street performing inside an auditorium. I, I, I love that stuff as well. And watching them is a masterclass in not getting ahead of yourself, just being in, right there in that moment and absorbing what that person is doing, what they're wearing, who they're with, what do they laugh a lot do they not want to look do they have kids and taking all of that in and then finding a genuine through line that comes to you and you just follow it and and if wherever that takes you you just have to follow it and then incorporate some of your bits and your shtick and when it when it becomes appropriate but you can't just jam stuff in where it doesn't Fit And they are great at that. And that's another thing when I watch, you know, mascot performers that I'm, I'm, I'm very like, uh, in awe of those, are the things you see, they're just, they're there. They're not in cruise control. They're not, they don't have one speed. And again, that's those adults, you know, they, you give them that little, you stop and let just a little head, little head work you know shift and then the tiniest little head shake so tiny the tiniest little shoulder shrug and, and you're off and it says so much
0: so much more and it than brings it. people i think you know and i don't watch myself that much and and whatever but what i what i think happens is that in those situations you're actually drawing in more people because they're trying to pick that stuff out they're trying to look close for what are you doing you know mm-hmm. it, it actually draws people uh more more in as a magnet you know they they start looking oh, oh he's gonna do something he's gonna do something oh I, what is he doing what what is he oh oh i i get it you know it finally hits there was one i wanted to share or i you know that came to mind actually at this mascot youth thing that we did um another situation where there was a, 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 a you know small little audience that just grew into a huge audience and uh i'll share this one real quick with you it was super fun and drew in the whole crowd where i was at a corner of the court uh one night and uh this this little kid wanted a picture and uh so i I stepped out a little bit on you know just on the sideline but you know closer to the court and and there's a little space there i'm like yeah, yeah real quick real quick come on come on come on you know the the mm-hmm. game's going on down at the other end of the court. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, come on, come on, come on, quick, 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 quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he jumps out there. We're, we're just as we're about to take this picture, uh, into my view on the, on the right side. Okay, um, and this is on the end of the court. Okay, so this woman comes into view. She's walking behind the courtside seats. She's tall, blonde, bombshell. She's got a big old chest. She's got a skin tight red shirt on. And I mean, she was there to be noticed. I mean, obviously, she's walking along, yeah. Yeah, she's parading herself. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's like the you know the lady in red that uh, you know stands out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she's walking along the end of the court, okay, and she turns the corner like right in front of me, and she now she's going to walk the length of the court, or she's you mm-hmm. know she's right behind courtside seats, and I immediately kind of shoved this kid to the side staring at her <laughs> like um yeah with you. Great. <laughs> yeah don't bother me. Uh, yeah. yeah i got i gotta go you know so i shove this kid to the side <laughs> and i start just following her i'm on the court she's behind court R- exactly games just going walking. on and yeah. i'm just <laughs> walking like kind of an average i'm kind of stumbling a little bit every once in a while I'll trip over somebody or oh hey sorry excuse me oh uh, <clears throat> and right back to it you know and i'm uh, kind of not taking my eyes off her, you know, and, and uh, walk the whole length of the court. She gets down to the other end and she, t- she starts walking on that end of the court. I'm like, oh, she wow. is here to be seen. So quite a performance. Yeah. So at this point, you know, I've got this, I've got whole side watching me and well, she takes down the other end, you know, and then I end up, you know, tripping over the, you no know, the basketball, you know,
1: uh, Stanchion,
0: yeah, you stanching there. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of moving around, following her, and you know, bumping and shoving kids out of my way still, you know, don't bother me. I'm out. You know, I'm on a mission here. Anyway, she goes <laughs> up the steps and, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, maneuver myself around people and ushers and excuse me. I, I move, 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 you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she goes up and she scoots a little in and sits down in some seat and there's a seat right next to her. Of so Perfect. You know, i'm like oh my gosh look there's a seat oh you know so i'm like you know acting like i'm uh, you know fixing my hair and you know um you know licking my lips and you know or looking at my fingers and fixing my hair and all that stuff and then so i scoot in there and i sit down next to her and you know that's you know, the point where we would normally like lean back put our elbow up slide our arm around her or whatever this time I was like, no, no, no. That's just what they expect me to do on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is showing off her chest like, you know, it's a million bucks, and um, probably was. But I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just sat there for a second, and then instead of, you know, I just paused, 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 and then I just swung around and just stared. Right head her chest. <laughs> I mean, just scared <laughs> at her chest, man. Just, I can totally and,
1: see you doing this. Too.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, you know, of course, everybody burst out laughing. And, you know, at that point, I just stand up and be like, I'm like, throw an arm in the air. Yeah, I got a close up, <laughs> you know, or whatever it was, you know, just whatever people are thinking. Like, I just, you know, uh, won or, you know, whatever. And yeah. uh, that's when I scooted away, go out in the aisle. Start walking down, then I turn around and uh give her the call me yeah. you know and uh and walk off but it's it's one of those just carrying things going with it where people will um you know they'll pick up on the story along the way and everybody gets it it's simple and yet and uh like I said in one of my in the speech I spoke the day before you did. Um, I said, you know, I was told in college by the cheerleading advisor, student body off, you know, advisor guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, the reason why people like mascots is because mascots get to do what everybody wants to do, mm-hmm. but can't. Yep. And uh,
1: that's exactly so, right. If you just would have let this woman go by and then just kept taking the picture you've just missed an incredible opportunity and a lot of guys a lot of younger they would have probably taken a note as the person like like oh hello but they wouldn't have connected it to everyone is looking at this person i i need to this is this is me and I, I gotta go this is a thing it's it's it, you would think you'd think it would be a no-brainer but it's, you know, it's just not so, and I I could totally see you just walking along, staring at her, st- looking back, walking forward, staring back at her. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> I, I, I love her. It's just so funny. And I think I may have even seen this clip or maybe it was on one of your highlight reels or you, but man. So,
0: so tell me, okay. You, you got with the, with the bulls when?
1: 2004.
0: 2004. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a break here real quick. Cut to uh a little sponsor blah blah blah. Hey, I want to pause here and tell you a bit more about our sponsor, Alinko Costumes. Alinko is family-owned and operated. Their first pro costume was the San Diego Chicken. <laughs> and their first NBA costume was the Phoenix Suns Gorilla. Alinko's history dates back 100 years, and now they make over a 1,000 mascots a year, including high school, college, corporate, and pro teams. Needless to say, they know their stuff. They also stand by their work with the best warranty in the business. I swear I've called Jill at all times of the day, and she always answers. Alinko has earned my business, so I recommend you go where the pros go, alinkocostumes.com. Now, back to this episode. Blah, blah, blah. So, 2000 and you Four. started with Bulls. Four. You started with Bulls and um, tell me some of your some, some of your highlights. Just overall, I mean, you got to look back and go, yeah, these stand out to me. It's mostly lowlights, to
1: be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I don't know if you might feel the same way. You know, a lot of the memories, the things that really stand out are not really aren't the times where a routine just nailed and ev- everything clicked and the audience was in the palm of your hands. Oddly, those are not the things I really remember. Maybe a couple, but mostly it's those situations that you did not expect. So I don't know, you know what year it was. Maybe it was like 2009 or so the mayor the then mayor of chicago richard daly um they were having the basically the equivalent of what used to be like the world's fair it was in shanghai and now we've all been to china with nba gigs and stuff like that um but this was this was different there was nobody nobody a part of this that had ever had anything to do with mascots it's got, except for my assistant todd so so basically he as part of his delegation he wanted to bring a musician like a blues musician a, a chicago chef and benny the ball <laughs> those were <laughs> he felt those were three things that sort of Gave us a slice of of Chicago life in a nutshell. (laughs) This is is what we've got. This is what we're dealing with, people. Which is a huge honor. That's Uh, that's amazing. It was it was a confusing honor. That's for sure. So we went over there, and you know, the musician did his thing at certain events, and then the chef did a you know all these culinary uh, workshops. And I, you know how this goes. I did my thing. (laughs) <laughs> uh <laughs> just, do, just your do your thing. Benny, just go okay. do you. <laughs> so like that was a really weird thing and, and being part of a non sport delegation and just seeing how those individuals kind of traverse and the where we were staying in the hotel and it was just a different experience and what a bizarre what a bizarre vehicle to go to you know to the place like that with being picked by the mayor of your, of your city. It was just, that was random and that's something I'll always remember. And especially because we, we were um, at the top floor of this hotel, this absolutely stunning hotel was this really cool sauna, ice tubs, you know, whatever. It was just a ton of different whirlpools and stuff, you know, for circulation and all that. And we were jumping in and out and kind of having a good time, because it was just such a ridiculously, absurdly nice hotel, and then the mayor walked in, and he was in his you know swimming trunks, and he he saw us, and he goes, "Hey, hey, Benny, Benny's guy," <laughs> and we're we're like, "Hey, there's the mayor," and he, um, there's you know there's showers there. They want you to like shower off before you uh you can, <laughs> you get into the pools, and so we're just we're looking at him. Not because we're creeps, but be- well, maybe a little. But because we were, we were like, well, there's the mayor, and sure, we were with him during the day. But now it's just us three people in this sort of large, like it was like a Turkish bath, but we were in Asia, so I guess maybe a Chinese bath house. And um, there were very few Turkish people there, <laughs> um, and so he's he's <laughs> we're we're looking at him. We're just. It was just a couple seconds and he starts taking a shower and and we're kind of just laughing. This is going to be awkward. Do we talk to him? Do we leave? I don't know what to do. And he proceeds to pull down his swimming shorts all the way and just sort of bends over. And it was I don't know exactly what he was doing in the front, but we could certainly see what was happening in the back. And it was just a full on production between his butt cheeks and we just uh, you know we just were frozen we didn't know what to do did we saw it we did we, did we look him in the eye oh my god did we just left laugh? <laughs> we, <just, laughs> we just got out of there i think he turned around and he was like where'd they go we just didn't know what it was just so awkward. we had to leave and we were we'll never forget we'll never forget the you day you
0: saw the mayor's backside
1: um uh, th- th- that is putting it gently yes <laughs> uh, out of respect for the man because he was a wonderful individual that's all i'll say but it was um I, we got an eyeful
0: <laughs> oh there you go that that's so, probably just burned into your memory un-
1: unfortunately it's not going anywhere yeah
0: <laughs> can't uh, unsee that
1: so that's oh. like a weird thing that wasn't even had nothing to do with performing it was just you know this performing takes us to these weird places and then sometimes weird things happen you know, out of costume. Um, (laughs) Another, so in costume, (laughs) (laughs) this was a funny one. So in costume, this was maybe 2014. Jimmy Butler was on our team. Awesome guy. Just, especially back then, you know, I, I don't know him now the way I used to, but, you know, back then he was just really kind, talked to everybody and he had a couple of his you know he got a you know when he got his big contract and you know now he had some he had some cheese to throw around so he got a couple courtside seats season tickets and he had his like strength trainer and brother manager whatever you know his crew so mm-hmm. they sat in these seats that were sort of right across the court from the team seats uh, so you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. um, and i know these guys they, you know, we see them at events and stuff, you know how that goes, but I was, um, so I was doing a, just, you know, just taking someone's shoe off a bit and chucking it up into the crowd behind, you know, I was maybe one or two rows behind the actual court side seats. And as you know, some, some guys shoe, and I throw it up and they'd throw it back and I'd use, you know, phone text, put in someone's face, whatever. Here, here you go. I just kidding. So I'm doing this whole, I'm working this whole section and just, I'm like, well, this is, I'm just going to work this for a while because I'm tired um, and it's going really well. And so then I see these two guys at, you know, courtside I'm like, oh, that'll be funny because these guys, they, they really can't like, I can't get in trouble with you They're not, they're not fans. They're not actual clients. So I've kind of it's like when you go to the all-star game these celebrities they can't really do anything they just kind of have to sit and take it because all the cameras are on this so it's this kind of a situation and I so I go down and I've got the shoe in my hand and they got the whole like you know two three sections are watching this so I lift it way above my head and I lean it slowly over you know between you know the the two people that are facing the court and, uh, the action had, it was just starting to come across half court back towards that, our side, I lean over with the shoe and I, I sort of get it close to this, you know, this guy's face, uh, to smell and, you know, everyone's reaction is usually pull back. And then they laugh or like, get that out of here. You know? Yeah. This yeah, guy's, this guy decided that his reaction would be take the shoe from me and throw it into the key, no. I mean, no, by the like no, the free throw no, line, just chucked no. it. I, like he just blacked out, and that was what he thought would be the pr- appropriate reaction to me no. giving a shoot. Oh, just grabs gosh. it, throws it out. Now, now they are they're full on. You know, on our side of the court, they're running their 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 plays. the The whistle blows, and I'm I'm I know exactly how this is going to go down. Obviously, everyone's going to think I threw it. Of course, I'm exactly. standing right there, that's I'm looking at the thing. shoe. I'm like, "Well, and I couldn't do it. if i if I run off if I run away, that's gonna look bad. you know, so I just stood there and just pointed and went it it was this guy. The shoe goes out, the ref blows the whistle. everyone's confused, like what just happened finally they they figure out like it came from over here, and they you know kind of threw it back to this guy, and Joachim Noah looks over at me. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like what the barry uh benny yeah he calls me benny like he knows me we we've been to a lot of things as joe keem and barry he's so chill out of costume we've had great conversations i know his mother but in costume and he's like when he's in the mode he genuinely can't stand me. <laughs> so he sees the shoe and they're intense. And that was the year that like, we had a lot going for us. And he's just, what the f-? Benny? And I'll never remember the fact that he called me Benny, you know, not, not Barry, you know, it's like right, not right. someone saying Ken just there. He's really buying into this whole thing. So I, I just will never That's forget. That's when Your mother calls you
0: by your full name or your dad calls you by your full name. That's when it's like, you know, you know, it's serious. Yeah, you know, exactly. Ken Scott yeah. Solomon, you get in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Barry, Benny.
1: <laughs> Benny, whoever you are. Yes. Yeah, that was uh. so that one I will always remember is just, I you know, I just wanted to find a hole to crawl into, but for the first time, it wasn't because I did anything wrong, but, but to everyone else's mind, I did. And I'm sure some people thought it was funny. No one that was working the game thought it was funny. The refs just. I had to go in after the game and like, guys, I, I know, I know what you're thinking. And as soon as I walked in they're they're just like looking at me. Like I just threw, uh, like a bunch of like watermelons onto the court and some cheese sticks. I mean, just, it was that absurd that I would throw a shoe and (laughs) honestly, who (laughs) throws a shoe (laughs) and, uh, it It must be the mascot. It yeah. was brutal. It was it was
0: super embarrassing and a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> but I got another one I got to ask you about. So speaking, and I was there for this one. Uh, speaking, of, I don't want to hear it from your, your <laughs> end. Uh, speaking of the referee, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us all about the time that you flew in and uh, <laughs> pretty much landed on a referee.
1: Yeah, that was a super fun day. Oh my um, gosh! I was Benny's there waving, birthday.
0: waving. No, wait!
1: Yeah, <laughs> you should—you should have heard me yelling. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing is Benny's birthday, and all the all the guys came down. I think out of the middle, um, you know, repelled down, or I figured that's probably what we did. But I was going to yep, do yep. my myself. yeah. My grand entrance was going to be from way back on the end of the court, up in the ceiling coming down and then doing, we were going to do a two pick uh, repel because it wasn't not, it hasn't been done a lot, but it, it's just a cool look, come straight down. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it goes to the second pick and then you go diagonally. And so you're coming across all of the stands getting lower, lower, lower. And then until you hit your spot on the court, it's just a kind of a cool visual. It's kind of a Superman looking thing. So, we rehearse this thing, we rehearse it, and I'm excited. I'm pumped because the visual is going to be great. I've got stuff I'm throwing as I'm going, and, um, you know, it's a new bit we're working on. So rehearsals go great. Everyone's on board, worked it out with assistants, temporary crew. Everyone knows the drill, everyone. So we get going, everyone's down, I'm, I'm lowered to, you know, stand by, and then, boom, we start coming down, and the music's rocking. It's Benny's birthday. I'm like, oh, we've got so much planned. This is going to be great. Everything's going well. It's a popular game. Boom. Now, now I, start- and all the
0: rest of us mascots are out there, like, whoop, whoop, looking up, pointing up, exactly. getting your attention up there. Yeah, here he comes. Right.
1: As many people as possible. Please look here. Yes. Yeah. And you guys were all jazzed, and it was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then we were going to do t-shirts or whatever. Everyone's, like, really in a good mood. So I start then coming on my diagonal descent and and I'm heading down and I'm looking at the landing spot and I see that, like obviously we told the refs before the game, you know, 1-1, we're going to be doing this thing. Uh, so if, you know, don't worry so much where you're standing if you can remember to not be here, but someone will move you if you happen to be in the wrong spot. But <laughs> I look down and they are, they're on the landing site. I mean they're square on it. And and so I start I like start pointing at them. And now I'm I'm picked yeah probably by the waist. I can't remember, but I I start pointing at the refs and my my full-time guy Todd, bless his heart, he he's kneeling horizontally even like pin high of the landing spot but just on the court side, you know, on the side of the court. And so he's got this locked in because all he's thinking is Barry lands. uh, I unhook him and then we go on to our next thing. That was his job. His other job was to make sure nobody was standing there. He forgot
0: that part of his job, I
1: think. You know, there's a lot going on and I can't say that I would have necessarily done any better. I don't know. But there were two important jobs. So I'm coming down I'm about now I'm about halfway down and I'm really aggressively pointing for some reason. I thought it was helpful to yell and scream. No one could hear me. And I also, <laughs> I, you know, I don't have a steering wheel up there. I, I can't like, I'm at the mercy of gravity and, and the, you know, physics. And I, you know, and I guess in retrospect, it would have been nice to have a break or some sort of kill, uh, sign, you know to, to stop mm-hmm. so now I'm really pay- Todd, I now I can make eye contact with Todd, like I can see him and he's looking at me, big smile he's like, he's looking at me thinking, oh man, Barry's super jacked up, he's pointing, he's kicking he's, he's really looking intense this is awesome and he gets caught up in the whole birthday energy <laughs> and I'm now <laughs> freaking out, I'm two hands pointing, I'm pointing, I'm pointing, pointing. I'm totally out of character now And now I'm like 20 feet from these guys and I'm cruising and he's just smiling and he's like pumping his fist. And I'm like, what is he doing? (laughs) And, (laughs) And sure enough, I'm, I'm five feet away. I'm about, and I'm, there is no, there's no changing what's about to happen. And there were two of them, but there was one in particular that was, he was, could not have been more in the way. And not his ball. So five feet away, and the video on this is just awesome because you see, you see Todd finally get it. He, you know, he goes, "Oh, he's pointing it." Oh, oh, whoops, and it's done. So it was all in a matter of like one second where it all clicked in Todd's head, and and so I in the last second I ducked my head. I just tried to get as low as possible, and somehow picked this guy hit him but i hit him sort of below the butt uh with my back like i can't even explain the angles that of our bodies colliding but i (laughs) he ended up sort of getting picked up for a second so instead of colliding and knocking him down and cracking his head somehow he just sort of got picked up for about two feet and just kind of it was a miracle i don't know how it all happened it just worked out i mean he got hit for sure but the, the worst part was that our guide wire uh, sort of g- grazed him across the forehead and that had that delayed the game. He had to get it taped and butterflies st- yeah, it was just, and of course, immediately after that happens, we still have another 30 seconds on the court of, of nonsense. And, you know, Todd and hooks me and I'm, I just have, I have so much poop in my pants. I couldn't even imagine, and doing anything in character at this point i i went up and hugged him and i'm so sorry and he's like what the hell he's bleeding and i now i've got to go out and be a doofy and all of you guys were looking at me like oh that's not gonna be good that's we should go we should leave
0: here (laughs) man i'm so glad that's not me (laughs) <laughs> yeah you were like sneaking off the
1: court. I don't even yeah. want to' be seen in this situation uh yeah that was that was one of that might have been the smallest moment you know've ever I've ever had and and that was at the beginning of the game so now you have to do the entire game with all your buddies doing all this ridiculous extra stuff, knowing full well that at the end of this game you're going to get absolutely decapitated yeah. by by multiple agencies departments individuals um so that's when and i'm like
0: I, you know i should probably just pretty soon just i should probably just go to my car <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, if, I just yeah if you pack up need and me go. if you need me i'll be at mcdonald's crying yeah. into a, crying ice cream cone.
1: <laughs> so that was uh that was a tough one and you know at a certain point you just can't even like try to explain things but anybody who is a mascot knows there's nothing you it's it's you were ultimately at fault because it's your routine and these are your employees but you and i know that that there's nothing i could have done like it's not that i was out of control and i was just sort of swinging around and i oh, i'm just gonna hit this guy and with no sort of planning or care it you know everyone had a job and one job didn't happen but again it's like the guy who threw the shoe it's perception and i was the big red bull hitting people so that was me
0: rolling <laughs> in the china shop uh, <laughs> yeah well and and it, you know you can't even point the finger at your assistant you know no it, it was his job you can't you know, it, and i uh, never nope.
1: and i never did yeah. because i knew if that ever yeah. got back to him that that would just completely ruin that trust and you know ultimately, right. it was my sure he and i had it out i got skinned him alive. Um, but they never went outside of that room um, except for when I was on this podcast one time and told everybody to start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, you just, that you know, time. I protected well, him. because
0: he's man, a lot more expendable. Yeah, you have to, but very, you're a true professional. And I, I really do uh, miss having you in the league. And, and it's, it's uh, it to me, it's a tragedy and, and it's so sad to not have you, uh, you know, s- still um, wowing crowds and, and just spreading how well it can be done. Well, you thank know? you. That's very and, nice. Uh, yeah. That's so, very, I, would, know, but, I don't know if it's a tragedy. It was,
1: you know, I, to me, it my is. contract was up. I was my, I chose to, uh, you know, go a, a different path where I could travel the world on my own schedule and, you know reduce some of the stress and anxiety out of my life and um you know stuff that i a lot of it was that i put on myself because you you just start to feel like you have to take on so much and you get it just sort of swoops you into all these things and and your social media and your merchandising and your inventories and your design and your bits and your videos and the accounting and the in the dunk and it's just like And I let it just get the best of me. And I just had to, I just said, I have to go, I have to get out of here. I'm going to explode. So that was the unfortunate part that I, you know, I wasn't being able to juggle and uh, prioritize my time and my efforts. Um, So definitely that's uh, an advice. uh, It's a bit of advice I, I would, and I do kind of give to guys who are just starting that, you know, you don't do it all alone, don't, you know, delegate, trust people, don't do everything by yourself. Uh, and I, you know, that'll, that'll go a long way for your sanity, but yeah, it sucks for sure. I, I do miss it a lot. Um, but finally, you know, three years later, I, I look at it and I, you know, I see where my life is going now and the things that have come about in my life since then. And I, I realize it was absolutely the right thing and and it needed to happen it uh wasn't a wonderful financial decision (laughs) (laughs) as you know as you know it's Hmm. you know that's a it's a lot to walk away from but Um, yeah money um yeah yeah yeah, a really nice comfortable living and uh but you know now you, you just get to start a new challenge and i'm i'm really i'm really excited about you know, this next phase of life and still connected so, to the mascot industry and still performing
0: overseas. Yeah. And now yeah. I want to touch on that real quick. We're probably going to have to wrap this up real quick, but I want to, um, uh, so since, uh, this was what, two years ago or something, you went over with Scott and, uh, you did the hedgehog over there for the world games or it was the world championships of what we would call track and field, they call oh, yes. it it's... athletics.
1: I. It's yes. Just, I, it's a very broad term, but <laughs> yeah. So I was in Cambodia doing my, you know, thing over there with some some kids and doing some photography, and he was like, "We've got this thing that came up through the grapevine. Uh, it's like a ten day gig. They've never had an actual mascot at this thing, and it's a gigantic, huge stadium. Is the Olympic Stadium? And he's like, "We've got this hedgehog. They want us to remake it, redesign it, and build it, and." and like Usain Bolt is there like this is a big big deal like we the first day uh you know we rotate on and off so after the, he he ran his first race and he won and this was his last uh, meet this was his last competition of his career but he won his first race whatever it was and so he was walking off going to the media thing and they always undo their spikes uh which I didn't know but makes sense cuz they have to walk up these stairs and they they'll slip and fall so he's taking off his shoes and i'm immediately i'm right there and i'm smelling them and i'm like oh god what have you done and oh should be embarrassed yourself and and like he's <laughs> just eats it up and this you know this little clip gets played around and it was just sort of the start of just this madness anyway it couldn't have gone better and then that led to another thing and then someone called someone else and now we've had a number of clients and performances over there uh, poland and france and azerbaijan and going to israel in a a month and um doing various characters and and it's been it's been really awesome because the crowds over there they've never seen anything like it and it's not even we're not going to like nba markets where they have seen you know some of these three on three tournaments or whatever it may be these are these are areas where there's really no basketball presence or like actual mascot performing presence so it's just, it's like, it's like, I don't. It's, it's like a rock star. It's, it's, just, like, it's today, like so hard to explain. Yeah, you, you just, you just, you do a somersault, and it's a standing ovation. It's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just. <gasps> oh my god, it's just great. And so that's he just raised a, his hand. Look at yeah! him! Look at him clapping. <laughs> oh, he can clap so good.
0: He's a great <laughs> clapper. Yeah. Well, but you know, but you guys, I've seen the videos of uh, of the hedgehog and, and and man, you guys did an amazing job over there. I'm telling you, yeah, you guys. Uh, and and by the way, we have, I have, between the fur has listeners like all over the globe now. All of a sudden, Whoa. Um, yeah, France, it. yeah, bonjour, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so if you know if you are picking this up how do they get a hold of you or Scott i mean how do, how do they get a hold just of you just like guys? by so, the neck cuz i know you guys two are two hands out, right two hands around the neck
1: and, and then <laughs> you've got us and then we'll listen cuz I, I don't cuz i don't want to die um so our that that business is uh, called jigsaw entertainment and it's just Scott and i and we help design perform consult you know about mascot
0: so it's it's been awesome Yes nice. well, you know, like I said before, I think you're a true professional and whatever you put your hands on, whatever you uh get your hands on uh you take to the next level or toward ten times that level. you know I have no doubt that uh gosh, anything you do you're gonna have success in, and um you know it's great that you have a creative outlet still and and things like that, and you're and then you're also uh you know going down a different path. Yeah, i'm really happy for you i'm you know i hate to kind of put it this way but i'm proud of proud of you you know it, it, it's you've you've taken a different path than a lot of guys and you uh you know you do that with with confidence and grace and and uh it, it shows and you've got uh a lot uh a lot in store for you so man i wow. applaud you and well and thanks dad you do, so <laughs> yeah man <laughs> oh yeah that means but, a lot thanks good. Uh, a lot of respect so I
1: appreciate it um uh, I mean, I, I gotta wrap
0: this up. Yeah.
1: Okay. I. Go, I no, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just say? gonna say that I have not really seen much of your work, but I've heard that you're decent. So <laughs> keep it up. Keep up the good work, and keep plugging away. You'll uh, you'll get there. No, you'll I mean, get
0: there someday.
1: <laughs> but you know, and you hear this probably too many times. I just never
0: give up hope. But
1: <laughs> you'll get there. Um, <laughs> you know, you you're just you. You are the father of you know many mascots that children, have been after i don't even know you. who they are oh so many children oh, yeah. <laughs> asian indian so many um but you have you know your family tree of mascoting runs deep and there are a, a segment of of the guy you know the nba in, in any anyway, that that are that mirror and followed your process and your approach and and you know, I'm I'm one of them. You know, you you were sort of for me the standard of, you know, does do my acting training translate into this on a professional level? And I remember watching a lot of videos of you and seeing your subtleties and seeing that you you were just a you were just a large human being inside inside of a lion that didn't know he was a lion. You know, it, it was like he he knew he was big and important. He was like, oh, I'm you know, super, but you just were, you were still, you had this human quality that is just not given attention to, you know, by the vast majority of, of mascots. And, and I loved it. And I said, okay, no, that actually does play. These subtle little nuances actually work. And it gave me the confidence to commit to that path for my whole career. And, that consistency, you know, took us places.
0: So thanks, dude. I appreciate that. That's a huge compliment.
1: Wait, this I appreciate
0: is, that. <laughs> this is wait, this is Robert Bowden, right? Who am I right. talking to? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, sorry, Mark Taylor here. Um well he was the first I mean he was the first mascot I ever they did a preseason game at my college and and I, that was when I first, you know, I was like, what do you do? What's your, you know, what do you do when you're not mascot?"ing And he like giggled. He's like, no, this is, it's a real career and you should look into it. And that just, my head exploded. That's when everything took a left turn. I was like, what? Oh, you can like, you have a family and a car and you do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And you that don't was have whole, a full-time job. That was the whole start of it. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, oh. thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, man, I really appreciate your time. I know you're busy and everything, uh, but uh, honestly, go on check out his stuff. You know, it's all it's all, uh, it's all it's all PG
1: 13, and some of
0: them are R rated kids.
1: So have a parent around. There's some. <laughs> there's a lot of profanity. Uh, all right, bud. Uh, we'll talk to you it's later. Good, okay. All right,
0: brother. Have a good one. All right, and uh, thanks again. Happy holidays. <laughs> you too. Bye bye.